0: Can you believe yeah that I didn't press all right bismillah folks <laughs> everybody on the podcast audio let me just say that um I forgot to uh, uh, <laughs> I forgot to press record basically we're starting at watawalani fi man okay so how uh this is the middle of the dua of uh, of uh, of, uh, of uh, the of the qunut al witr وَتَوَلَّنِي فِيمَنْتَوَلَّيتِ be an ally to me along with those whom you are an ally to، وَبَارَكْ لِي فِيمَا and then bless me for that which you have bestowed upon me، وَقِنِي شَرَّ مَا and protect me from the evil you have decreed. That's very good. I'm I'm okay with that. I don't even think that will need any editing. See what I do normally is that I translate it quickly and simply. And then, especially when we're going to go into a lot of detail about wording, then I kind of then adjust it. But I don't think that there will be needed to be any kind of significant adjusting here. So, in terms of the sharah, uh, we're on page twenty-five at the bottom. Sheikh says, "This uh, 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 this uh, verb Tawallani, This is a command. Okay, be an ally to me. All right, be an ally to me. Be my al ally." Take me under your uh, care. Take me under your protectorship. All right? Um, you can translate all of that as it is. This word, okay, what does it actually mean? Tawallani, where does it come from in the Arabic? Sheikh al- Ibn Uthamin, alayhi rahmatullah, he said it's from wali, okay? هِيَ مِنَ التَّوَلِّي الْوَلَايَةِ وَالْنُصْرَةِ أَوْ هِيَ Minha جَمِيعًا يعني is it from وَلْيِ which is يعني, to be close so keep me close to you or is it from تَوَلَّنِ يعني be uh, my protector be my guardian be my helper so uh, you're talking now about authority you're talking about protection you're talking about help you're talking about victory okay so uh, an ally, you know, the, the idea of you allying with someone is that you've got a better chance of winning, right? Where You know, when the allies go into war, it's because allies have got a better chance than than singular. So just even being an ally with anybody is going to give you a better chance, let alone being an ally with the Lord of the Worlds. So the second one is very much w- w- with respect to winning, victory, protection, uh, guardianship. Whereas the first is purely um, closeness, purely closeness, right? Just to be close to you. And to be close would have, yeah, any, the kind of implications of love, of support, of forgiveness, of friendship, and this kind of thing, right? That would have those kind of connotations. So the two are actually not massively different, but they're, they're, they're different. Because obviously, you're going to protect the people who are close to you. Right, you're not really going to care so much about those that are far from you, which is an interesting point because we're going to come to that in a second as well. The idea of is the wala' of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the the, the allyship, the the protectorship. I don't even know if these are words, by the way, but the protectorship of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is it for everybody or not? Those that he likes and doesn't like, those that are close to him doesn't are not close to him. So it is actually quite relevant. In any case, when we say tawallani fiman tawallait okay then we are uh, we are uh, uh, appealing for that protectorship يعني, uh because of being close to him and wanting to be close to him Subhanahu. and that's why shaykh Uthameen says that both of these words are are intended in the dua um and that's why he says يعني, make me close to you Yani Yaniwila Fulanun Fulana that Yani so and so was close to so and so, okay. Zaid was close to Amr and this very uh, uh, well known hadith which gives a much uh, a clearer uh, uh, example when you put it in the present verb, okay and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Lialin Lyleniminkom Ulul Ahlami Wanuha Alright from Walla Alright to be close. Now this hadith let you be let those be close to me, right? Let those be close to me who Ulul Ahlami Wanuha Um Man back in a day I wrote an article about this hadith. I mean, it must be about fifteen years ago on the blog. I would just I would I would, I would translate Ahlami Wanuha Yani the people of the people of knowledge and discernment. The people of knowledge and politics, the people of uh the people of wisdom and power. All of these combinations work. Basically what the Prophet ﷺ is indicating is what actually should be around every leader figure. The top people in the country should be around him. That's not just in the prayer line, as this hadith yani was indicating, okay? but also in in day-to-day affairs, in government, of course, in action, the key people are around the big man, okay? The one who's at the top, the people around them are at, at the top of the game. We can't have bend around that person. These people have to be the cleverest, the quickest, the best. And that's on the assumption that the top person is as well. So they need to be at least on that level to be advising. And they might not have all the knowledge each other, they might not have their own, their respective knowledges. However, they can support one another through um, the, your trust in their ability, through your trust in their skill, etc. etc. So um, I think that's really important. I think that's very important to understand this hadith in its in its context. The Prophet ﷺ always wanted behind him in the salah those people that are going to fulfill a number of key functions. For example, if uh, I make a mistake, they need to know the Qur'an well enough to correct it. For example, if I make a mistake in the actions of the Salah, they've got the guts enough to uh, correct me, the knowledge enough to know that I've made a mistake or not made a mistake. Um, if I break wudu, for example, then they will have the knowledge enough to step forward and lead the prayer, be my representative if I'm not here. Uh, they have the... Uh, uh, they have the. Uh, the wherewithal from a dawah point of view to correct the situation behind me when I'm busy, i.e., fixing the lines, getting everybody straight. They also have the physical protection, they got my back as well. Uh, Any attack, blah 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 blah. So that's the way. And if, like, if you think of uh, I'm just going to give a, like, a little lame example, but in Tarawiyah, in the kind of celebrity type mosques like Haram, like. Uh, uh, Masjid Nabawi. When you've got when I say celebrity, I mean like all of the reciters. You know them all, right? So you'll see that they pray behind them, right? So in Masjid Nabawi, for example, you'll have the rest of the ones that are going to lead the Salah, and even those that are not leading that night, and they're on the next night, they will be behind, right? They're top people anyway. So, so that's from Al Wali, yani, okay? And that's Al that's closeness, that's the first one This hadith, by the way, is by Imam Muslim uh, As I said, this hadith, even though it means in life in general But this hadith was revealed by the Prophet ﷺ In the issue of the, the prayer, the people who should be behind You know, children shouldn't be there, for example This is a basis as well That even though we don't make children stand in their own separate line As the fuqaha say, there's no basis for that at the same time, there is a basis for them not, yeah, even if they're first, even if they're first. Yeah, he, what this hadith shows is that there are caveats and exceptions to what you think are general rules. So we know, for example, it's not allowed for a person to bagsy their place, to always insist on a certain prayer place, right? Like, uh, you know, they put their chair down, they put their mushaf down, they put their jacket down, you're not moving my place, I got here first, then they go off to make wudu, or they go for anywhere wherever they go for an hour, then they come back and they insist on sitting there. This is not acceptable, right, in general. As for the top people behind, who would normally be there, who normally are actually there early anyway, but even if they weren't, that's the top people, the top position because of the function that they play, then that's the exception. Likewise, children are not meant to be in a separate line or pushed away. At the same time, they're allowed to go, and and therefore they're allowed to pray in the front row if that's where they get to early enough, they get their reward and they pray as long as they know how to behave themselves and are old enough. But it's not complete freedom to pray wherever you want. Okay? It's not complete freedom. So they can't be praying behind the Imam. I mean, that's just a joke. Yeah? So I think that's a nice little point. And that's why you can see that Imam Muslim narrated it, Hadith number 432, in the book of prayer, in the chapter of straightening the uh, lines and, establish the, and, and establishing them. And the excellence of the al-awwal al minha, the excellence of those that are foremost in those lines. All right. As for if we take the second uh, uh, meaning, okay? Yeah, I think it was on that one. You know, does that even work still? Um. Uh, the uh, second uh, meaning. Um. Yani Waliya one لِوَلِيَ وَنَاصِرًا uh so if we take the second meaning then be a supporter of me be someone who helps me be my protector be my Vic, my my i don't know victor that doesn't make sense but all that kind of stuff in all of my issues in all of my issues so sheikh says that even though when you when you say fi your your mind immediately goes to protection and be my helper be my supporter that's the obvious and the mind goes to that actually it also includes it also includes uh 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 that closeness as well uh sheikh says and also when we're talking about allyship or protect or guardianship then this is um not a general guardianship but a complete guardianship okay a complete uh uh, uh uh, guardianship. Nah. Yes. Okay. Nice. That's the. Uh, that's the. Uh. Uh. That's the full hadith. Straighten your lines. Don't differ amongst yourselves, so that your hearts yeah, and differ. And let those who are the people of wisdom and knowledge or power or whatever be close to me, and then those that are best follow them. And in principle, the best are like this, right? Um. Very good. So. The guardianship is of two types A general one and a specific one The general one is for all human beings Allah is their protector Allah is their creator Allah is their lord Whether they like you or not Whether they appreciate it or not Whether they thank him or not Whether they believe in him or not He is the one who actually protects them When when one of them doesn't die It was their guardian angel That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The hafadah that Allah sent That protected them When they have an illness Allah is the one who cures them Whether they thank him for it or not and if they don't thank him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hold them accountable for it. That's ultimately kufar, ingratitude. If they're grateful, they deal with it. If they're not, they're going to get dealt with in a different way. So that's the general guardianship. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... Uh, so because uh, this wilaya al-amma, this general guardianship... Guys, get the right word for me because I'm not sure. Is guardianship the right word if we're talking about men and women, uh, 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 Muslims and uh, non-Muslims and everybody? Is that the right word? Anyway, it, the, it, it encompasses every believer, every kafir it it, it it encompasses all the good people and all the bad people um, Every single person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is their mawla Their, their protector, their patron, their, their guardian That must be a nice word that fits the whole non-Muslim Muslim narrative You know, someone working out Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Ah, uh, Hata either Jaha Ahad Ahadakumul Mode, Tawafat Kurusuluna, Wahum La Yufarriton, Thumarudu Illahi Mawlahumul Haq. All right, so and up until that moment, and then they taste death, our messengers take uh our messengers, our messengers take them, meaning the angels of death. And they will never fail in doing so, and then they are returned to their true protector or true patron or true custodian okay is it not he that will have the 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 rule that they asra he will be swift in taking to account so Sheikh says that. When Allah calls himself the Mawla, Master, okay, I'll take that. Then yani that is including yani every person who dies from them, believer, non-believer, good man, not good man. This is the general, okay. Because Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la is, is, is the custodian. I think this is it. Yeah, it's custodian. I think custodian is the word. So Allah is the custodian of every single person. Because of every creation in actual fact If you, if you look, a person organizing that responsible for protecting, caring for, maintaining That's Allah Allah is protecting, caring, maintaining everything on this planet Especially like maintaining and caring When you add those phrases it's, it's, That's it, it's done So as Sheikh Uthameen says that Allah is maintaining all of the creation So that's that As for the specific Whatever benefaction, custodian, custody, uh, uh, uh help, ally, alliance, whatever the, the the noun is. Okay, as for the specific form, then this is only for the special people. Allahu waliyu ladina amanu in Surah Al Baqarah 257 And in the other. Yani, uh, very relevant uh, verse <speaking> in <Hebrew> that indeed that and is it not of course that uh, the, the the friends the allies of Allah the allies of Allah the awliya Allah the friends of Allah that they have no fear and that they shall not grieve and they are those people who Used to believe those those people who believe, and they used to be disciplined and conscious of their rights to Allah. They used to have taqwa. The two things. So the specific wilayah is given to those people who are um, who have iman and who are muttaqin, people who give it up for Allah. They sacrifice for Allah. They are disciplined for Allah. They are so careful. They are protecting themselves from the anger of Allah. Taqwa comes from muqaya, right, protection. So they're always يعني, aware. They're always uh, uh, يعني, conscience, co- conscious of Allah's right upon them in every single thing. So those are the two things, all right. So the main take point is, is that when we make this du'a, فَتَوَلَّنِي fi man تَوَلَّيْتِ Again it's another example of Tawasul by his action and his generosity that those that you've been a friend to because they are friends to you, those that you are protecting because they deserve it, because they are believers and they are people of Taqwa, because of that generosity that you show towards them, include me in that as well. For I need then also be a protector for me as well in this way. Keep me close to you, look after me because of what I have done. Uh um yeah, I need to to ask for that, right? Which is the Iman and the Taqwa. Alright, that's good. وَبَارِكْ لِي فِي At the bottom of 26. And bless for me that which you have given me. Is that how I translated it? What did we say? Let's have a look. And bless for me that which you have bestowed. Yeah, alright. We'll take that. But.. Yeah, yeah, I think that's actually more accurate than what I said. Than you given to me. Alright? So.. Bless for me. Bless for me that which you have bestowed. Yani, send your barakah down. Barakah means to increase, right? Barakah means to flow. Barakah means to be a lot. The word, yani, itself, it means yani a lot, quick, quicker than what it should be, more than what it should be. Yani, the, uh, uh, yeah, excessive. Excessive is, um, is. Uh, is uh, what, we're, what we're talking about. Okay? Uh, Alright, so now. So therefore, what this dua is basically saying, right? Ya Allah, send your barakah with that in what you've given uh, me from wealth, from knowledge, from honor, from children, everything yani, that you have given me, وَمَا فَمِنَ اللَّهِ as, surah, as Allah says in Surah al verse 53, uh, and everything that you have from a blessing, then it is from Allah. Okay? Everything that you have as a blessing is from Allah. So, بَارِكْ لِي فِي جَمِيعِ مَا alayya. So, bless me in all of that which you have bestowed upon me. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends barakah down, the small turns into Allah. It increases. Alright? It increases. And when barakah is taken out, then the lot becomes a small. Okay, So much becomes little, alright? When you remove barakah from it. And as Shaykh Amit Amin said, how many people you've seen, subhanAllah, that at their hands, they get get so much good done in such a small period of time. And that's purely because of barakah. There's not a single person here on this this, uh, in this class right now, that doesn't that that doesn't, that doesn't know that if you start early in the morning uh, you take advantage of your morning you will get double of what you would normally get done in that day now that doesn't make sense but you would have done something else isn't it normally in that day you would not have taken advantage of that morning and when people Say you know that concept that the mornings are blessed, or uh, you know you've had a blessed day. Most people who have had a blessed day have had a sick morning. All right, that's the proof. So the time is the same. What about the other 364 days of the year when you didn't, yeah, any take benefit of your morning? You were, you still had the morning, but you did something else with it. Whether you l- lied in, or whether you just tossed about, or whether you didn't. Uh, pro- procrastinate, whatever it is that you did. It doesn't matter. But I mean, even, every human will attest to this. It's not even religious, right? You'll go through it, okay? And and you'll see that day at the end, you will be so satisfied. And in the same time. It's in the same time. You do that in the morning and you know, Ibn Taymiyyah wrote, uh, written Al-Wasatiyyah in an afternoon. That's only because he smashed it in the morning. Anything that you do, it will be blessed. So this this principle is very easy for us to see. And the morning does have a specified barakah in it, yes. Okay, it does have a specified barakah in it. Um, but in any case, uh, religious, yeah, I need the time of the angels, the time of Sahar is something which is so... Um, is so emphasized that's why the prophet always used to go to sleep early and i get it that some people are night people blah blah or they got work and whatever that's something else yeah okay yeah you know when you read these books about the most successful people in the world people spend all this money and time whatever on these courses right about you know how to be what's that guy called tim tony jones or tony whatever is robbins or whatever his name is yeah I mean, that's it really, go sleep early, eat well, drink well, okay, the most successful people in the world, right, they're just ones that watch, don't watch Ultrul, alright, and they work in the mornings, they wake up early, they stay fit, that's it, absolutely well done, Zakaria. Right, so... Um, Sheikh says and carries on. Sheikh goes, yani, how many people, subhanAllah, you know, they have a little bit of money. Allah puts any yani, blessing, uh, uh, in them, right? Um. Uh, and it just, yani, you know, it, it just, it, it's, it's incredible, right? So. And, and blessing, as I said, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it has, there are so many different uh, times. There are so many different uh, uh, not times types. Blessing itself can express itself in different ways. Something lasting longer. Something happening quicker. A greater amount of activity being done in a short period of time. A wealth increasing. Happiness, for example. To have barakah in your life Right? To have barakah in your life So You know This is as I said The sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ And it will never ever be abrogated Whatever our personal Kind of Habits are Mistakes are Strengths are But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Told us That he created the day and yani for activity And he created the night For sleep and for rest And Um is important and you know uh, I remember I remember giving a lecture about this years back that it's amazing and wonderful to have 24 7 services and to have 24 7 shop market and the supermarkets and only god knows how much I'm dependent upon that I've never done shopping in any time of the day always in the night time and I'm the, the night owl of all night owls but that's because I have contracts that I have to fulfill at different time zones so i'm up at crazy hours my sleep patterns all over the place i kind of sleep small small pieces here and there so um but uh, but the truth is that's just us our selfishness speaking yeah and I mean we then become very good at doing that i'm very productive in those times they're quiet and they you know we, we we get on and do it but the truth is the truth is that we have created an artificial system similar to like you know our dependency upon shoes now it's impossible to think about, yeah, any life without shoes, right, or sandals, or footwear, because we've accepted the cost of wearing all of these shoes, the amount of back problems, spine problems, and orthopedic problems that we have. Studies have shown that a, a large portion of it is due to modernity, right? And when we were uh, 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 when our feet, as they were flat, were were dealing with it yeah, and in a natural way, the body was accommodated at a certain kind of manner. Now, the thing is, is that nobody's going back to that. Nobody's ever going to go back to that. It doesn't matter how many times Nike make one of those socky sock kind of things. Yep. The point, the thing is, is that um, it's anyway, it's not going to, because we've now accepted that the benefits of wearing shoes and being comfortable is what I want. And the associated cost of that, we've accepted. And you know what? I just want you to know that all of life is like that. Modernity is like that. But at no point should you then overly praise the current status quo. Right? Just because the world has accepted the cost. So the world has accepted the cost, so we should praise shoes. No. We should wish that, Yanni, we could be back in our original way. And more importantly, that we were happy with that that we would be content with that, because you wouldn't be, right? If you had to walk everywhere, uh, you know, like that, then you'd be, you know, you'd be so upset, you'd be in pain, you'd be on X, you'd be, you know know what I'm trying to say, that COVID, COVID will become a norm with a cost that everybody will accept, no problem. People will easily handle 30, 40, 50,000 deaths a year. Um, Oh, Yeah. Because it will be coming around at cert- in certain moments, in certain kind of seasons, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Whatever that thousand is, whatever. We we came to accept the modern flu death, twenty thirty thousand 30,000 a year, very quickly. In the UK, I just mean. Yeah. Very easily. So, you don't think yeah, any COVID is going to be after how many people? Uh, flu never turned the world against it. COVID has. Businesses have collapsed. People are suffering. Um So people will turn against COVID very quickly and accept double the flu figures very easily. And I just want to say, but that doesn't mean that we should then praise COVID. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say? So um, the fact, to my point is, is the fact that that 24-7 and uh, shops and businesses and work and, and people answering on live chat 24 hours a day, how amazing that is, how convenient it is, how wonderful it is, how how much it helps us right we all agree on that right that doesn't mean that we we should be happy about this or this form of life that's that's basically what i'm saying i don't know what, if, if I, I don't know whether what i'm saying makes sense because it kind of comes across a little bit kind of controversial anyway uh the next part then is on top of page 27 all right waqini sharra ma so protect me from the um, from the bad or from the evil that has been uh, decreed. How did we translate that one? Let's have a look here. And protect me from the evil you have decreed. Right, so. And protect me from the evil you have decreed. I can't even open up my, my PDF thing because God knows what will happen. Right, Protect me from the evil that you have From the evil you have decreed For verily you decree and none can decree over you So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of course decrees every day Absolutely everything And all of it All of it Is good in the purest sense In the true sense In the actual sense However in its consequence Okay Um in its consequence, it's good and bad. And this du'a is referring to the consequence or our perception of it, right? So consequence is probably not the best word. Perception is probably better, right? Our actual perception of what is decided by Allah or decreed by Allah is ultimately yani, the way that we define it. Uh, and Sheikh makes a nice, yani, kind of point. He goes, so that which the people kind of, you know, they incline to and they like, you know, and they like their fitra, they, 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 their, 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 human nature, yani, accepts readily, accepts, right? Uh, then that's that's what they call khair, right? And that which humans, yani, generally, you know, turn against, then that's what we call shar or evil. So, for example, good health, strength, knowledge, wealth, righteous children, all of that, everybody sees that as good. Everybody sees that as good, right? And uh, sickness and ignorance, weakness, or evil children or disobedient children, everybody sees that as shar. And that, yani, is seen as evil because that's what human beings turn away from, are put off by them, and that's yani their their their, their what's their word their uh, innate their innate dislike and aversion to these things. So innate innate kind of uh, desire for a uh, khair and the innate aversion from is like the shar right. So. Everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees, okay, everything that He decrees is either by us put into these two categories, alright. And even if, in the perception of all the people, even in the most wise, right, the people who understand, and they all say that this is evil this is wrong, or the thing is evil, for example, an earthquake, for example, disabled child. And this, of course, is the basic principle behind uh, the problem of evil, as it's called. How can God allow these kind of things, right? This is the ones that, that, that uh, some people find difficult. And I found it surprising, but I mean, at the end of the day, it depends, you know, how you're thinking but uh, uh, and people being murdered or children being brought up in war zones and famine and X and Y and Z okay then there's a consensus and a correct consensus because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not try to hide that this is something which is evil or bad or miserable or sharr right so any anyway, everybody nobody will say this is great nobody unless they are evil you know like arms manufacturers just trying to abuse the situation or whatever that's obvious, forget them. But I'm talking everybody will agree that this is good, and this is bad, and terrible, and problematic, etc, etc, etc. Right. But, those who are Muslim, those who read Surah Al-Kahf every week, and as opposed to, as opposed to, just yeah, any trying to get through it in 20 minutes, actually look at the translation and reflect upon it, I, I mean, I genuinely think that one of the reasons, and al Kaf the hadithian, which indicate uh, the reading of Sutil Kaf every week, it's not the strongest, by the way. Okay, it's not the strongest of hadith, but I believe that it's authentic. If not in chain, then certainly by need. The Muslims need a weekly reminder for the iman to remind them just how. Um, just how arrogant they can sometimes get i mean like you're this pathetic little creation who bigs himself up so much thinking so much of themselves trying to understand the only life you know little thing happens and you make out that you've been oppressed to the whole world or the level of whatever uh that that your creator is evil or eggs or Y, and the humbling that we have when we read the story of khadar with musa all these very very bad things not helping someone, destroying something, uh, killing someone, yeah, and which are consensus shar things. In every single case, all of them were pure good, but you can't see it. So, in the sickness, or in the death, or in the calamity, a lot of people become scared as a result of that. They fear Allah as a result of that. They become more aware of their sins as a result of that. There's absolutely no doubt that COVID is a terrible catastrophe bro we've had like a million people die or something i don't know i didn't even know 35 million infected and 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 hurt or whatever injured um, uh, ill, disease whatever okay. by 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 any measure trillions lost in business many people now divorced abused xyz as a uh as a as a as a problem Okay, but then and there's but 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 what if we we change the measure? That's only from a dunya point of view, right? But if you are looking from an akhira point of view, there's no evil at all in COVID. If it makes us wake up, if it makes us regret that we didn't speak to our parents, that we didn't look after them properly, that we didn't fulfill the rights of our loved ones. That we didn't fulfill the obligations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we were warned yani, of a punishment coming. When we didn't take our health seriously even though the Prophet sallallahu said that that is something that you better do right now. Our wealth, we didn't... Yani, every single thing. Every single thing. And that comes from Surah Al-Kahf. Surah Al-Kahf is literally that... Because many ayat in the Quran and many dini and Quranic principles destroy this uh, ignorance and concepts of evil and concepts of silliness yani yeah, all right the difference with the calf is that it's that weekly reminder because insan always always falls back into all right falls back into this arrogance falls back into this yani yeah, this ignorance that yeah i you know i've been done over here just I didn't get this job I didn't get this result I didn't get this I've been done over Or You know this negative thinking Always that Allah has done me a bad hand here Or whatever it is Because a week is a long time A week is a long time A lot of things happen in a week And I think that's one of his wisdoms I really do Right It keeps people in order Normally when you see the scholars They talk about the al-kaaf and so on They talk about It's Jannah aspects And it's It's rewards and it's whatever but there's so many messages of course in kaf that need to be reminded uh, whatever anyway so a person might become ill Sheikh Yani goes uh, gives the example for example. يعني honestly as, as Sheikh says I mean as what I've obviously just, just said already but many people don't just recognize the blessing of good health until they get hit and when they get hit and they realize how dependent they are and how weak they are then they recognize the blessing of good health only because they became ill. And it doesn't matter. You know, you can say a thousand times, like the Arabs do, that the wise one is the one who learns from his mistakes, but the wiser one is the one who learns from the other people's mistakes. We're not wise or wiser. We don't learn from our own mistakes, and we're not looking at the others and learning from their mistakes. The only time that we will learn is, bam, when we get slapped over the head. So you're told all the day don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah, you look at COVID's a classic example. People not doing isolation or quarantining and mixing and you know, thinking it doesn't matter and oh, wear this, that I've got to get ri- I've got to get married or I've gotta maintain, you know, whatever it is. And what happens as a result? What happens as a result? They go, they get hit, they get ill, family gets ill, then they then they suddenly will become religious. Now you suddenly become the health flipping advocate of the shatter. Yani, this is a this is a problem this is a problem uh, another time person might fall into this he becomes yani daif wa muhtajin azza wa okay uh, a lot of time people make tawbah and they go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yani in their weakness and in their sickness They recognize the limitations of themselves which is an act of ibadah. They recognize the blessing of the one who gives to them which itself is an act of ibadah. So the sickness is one thing and about a hundred acts of ibadah come out of it. So there's no doubt that sickness is a shar. But the decision and the way that it was was decreed was only for your good. Only for your good. And that's ultimately the big difference. That when we say Alright? In the du'a that good is to be attributed to you but evil is not even though all of it comes from Him subhanah and that is because the evil that comes at His hand by His decree all of it is for our betterment all of it is for our rectification all of it is for our benefit all of it whereas if another person was doing that like I, 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 this discussion can get a bit dark, but let's just say, for example, someone uh, holds you up in this, uh, comes to your house, right? Armed robbery. The, the, what's the worst nightmare? Armed robbery. Armed robbery. I mean, you know, come in, take the money, get lost. Yeah, I and mean, either you got insurance, not insurance, whatever it is. That's the, that, that's the that's the normal thing that you expect. What's the worst case? The worst case is that some complete psychopath comes in. And he's as interested as 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 creating fear and pain as he is as taking whatever he wants to take. So, you know, you might have the family begging, whatever, whatnot, on the floor. And he just feels that power rush and he shoots the baby. Shoots the, 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 the wife, for example. Right? Now, my point is that this person does that. Yeah? There's not a single possibility... Not a single intention, not a single way that this can be seen as a good act from that person. Because there's no further play to this. There's no further play to this. This is what we call pure evil. However, this is the qada of Allah. This is the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's decreed for it to happen. It has happened. It is a shard that he allowed to happen. And in it is the potential for great good if a person learns from this, recognizes this, builds upon that, makes tawbah as a result of it, is patient, is patient with that trial, is patient with that pain. There are some people, as we as we say, as the, scholar, the Sahaba used to say, that there are some people that can't get into Jannah through their actions. They don't have anything to give to get in. But rather, it's by their patience of the difficulty that they, put, that they go through. Just being patient through it. I, I was giving a talk somewhere. I don't know. Was it, was, it, was it on Facebook or whatever? I said, You have no idea where Allah puts your Jannah. No idea. No idea. You have no idea. A lot of people so confident about themselves, you know. So confident about themselves. And you have no idea where Allah has written for you your path. And I, I reflect upon this because the Prophet ﷺ said that when your parent passes away, then one of your gates to Jannah closes. which is a, Which is an indicator, it's like really solidifying this point that there are certain actions, certain people, certain things that are such an intense, easy, obvious way of going to paradise that you just carry on working in that field. So that would be looking after them, Making them feel happy, whatever it is, whatever it takes, I've just got to keep making them happy. I've just got to keep smashing it, whatever it is. Second, when day goes, second when that, second the second day leave, you've lost an opportunity. You've lost an opportunity. So, if that's yeah, any if that's a, if you understand that concept, there are some people that might not be the people who pray properly or often. Or understand what they're saying, or salah, or anything, or like that, etc. etc. Okay? And khair Khirwa Mu'min said, Is this gold? Why is someone interested in the nature of evil? We should be concerned with how we react to it. This is actually, th- th- this, this phrase, okay? This is something that I've been using as a principle in dawah to non Muslims for so long. For so long. And as you know, when it comes to doubts on Muslims, it's mostly the Muslims who benefit. People are always obsessed, Yani, yeah, with the situation at hand. Ultimately, it does it really matter? It's the same reason why people make excuses for not accepting Islam, but it's this, but it's that. But, but you accept this truth, but you accept this truth, but you accept this truth. Okay, if you accept this truth, your job is to act upon this, not to worry about the minor things. Yani, yeah, what actually is it that you are? you're going to achieve by understanding the exact theological basis for what is happening, blah, 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 is how you react. And I think the best example that I see in this is those people who um, get a uh, a six-month scan. This happens a lot now because the scans have become more, the tests have become more advanced, right? And the test or the scan comes back and it says that your baby is going to be brain damaged. Or that there's a high likelihood that they're not going to be able to walk, or that. And people are like so quick to rush. Sheikh, can I get an abortion? Sheikh, can I get an abortion? Sheikh, can I get an abortion? What is wrong with people's power? Or where did this confidence come? That maybe Allah Subhanahu wa Taala didn't send you that because this is your life now. This kid will be your jannah. This sacrifice and this, yani, destruction of all of your dreams that you had planned, yani, with healthy child healthy lifetime free time to go and do what you want now all taken away because it has to be done in the care of this child or the support of this child and that would mean you giving up work and giving up x and giving up y and giving up Z. um you just don't know and that's um that's yeah that's an easy example i think people can relate to that a lot of people get that and connect with that example i but that's not you know that's not you know People need to be deeper than that and see it in the more day-to-day normative examples, right? So anyway, um, Sheikh says something really beautiful. So look at the opposite. Let's say we keep a people, keep a person super fit, super healthy, never gets ill, never gets sick, never gets tested by any kind of illness. First of all, first of all, there's a large chance that this person will become a bit arrogant and say, you know, check that out, see this, see that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wala in adakna Al insana minna rahmatin thumma min. Yani, once we, um, uh, yani, we, we, we. we uh, kafur. Wow, such a nice translation here. Hey, well, here it is. How desperate and ungrateful man becomes when we let him taste our mercy and then withhold it. And if we let him taste mercy after, after some harm has touched him, he is sure to say, misfortune has gone away from me. He becomes exultant and boastful. I mean, this is a killer ayah. Right, so to hood verse uh, nine and ten. Okay. Once we yeah any you know once you 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 again let me re- let me repeat that. Okay, how desperate an ungrateful man becomes when we let him taste our mercy, and then withhold it. Okay. And if we let him taste mercy after some harm has touched him, he is sure to say, "Misfortune has gone away from me." and he becomes exultant and boastful he thinks this yanni because of his own yani his own skill his own blessing his own whatever he falls into that scenario because he just allowed that situation to take his head away anyway so have a little think about that okay have a little think about that all right um and then on page 28 the sheikh says Uh شَرَّ Protect me from the evil that you have decreed And the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is of two types Just like His will Just like His 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 will, His desire, His intention Right? Which is of two types Right? And also maybe you can say His love as well Okay? But anyway, let's just stick to qada the decree of Allah. The decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is of two types, Shaykh Uthah means. The qada of Allah is either shar'i or qadari. He uses qadari here, but I prefer when he says Kony all right? I prefer the phrase kony which was something which is used yeah, more in the books of theology. And I think that that is more, uh, well, yeah, both of them are, ex- now translating these are horrible. Translating these are, in fact, I never ever was able to translate this even, I remember when we studied, what did we study? Aqid al-Wasiti, I think 23, 24 years ago. I remember then we were struggling to be able to work out the the meaning or the, the 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 translation for it. But basically, when I explain the two types, then maybe you guys can help me and we can come to it. And then we can then uh, call it a close. So the two types of Qadr, the two types of Qadr, sorry, the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is... The first one is a shari. Wakalara buca Allah Ta'abudu iya. Okay. And Allah has decreed your Lord has decreed that you shall worship none but him. Okay? Um and the 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 Qadari the, 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 the that's, that's that's an example of shari decree and then the qadari decree or coni coni yani um the coni yani the creation yani the created creating creation uh, the, the 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 decree for creation whatever okay um is like what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what are they now in a banny Israel if it keeps up let us sit the while at kabira right and Allah has decreed for the tribe of Israel in the book that you should sow corruption in the lands twice and that you will become highly arrogant, okay? That you will become very highly arrogant and, and whatever. And of course, that's happened twice and, you know, you will know that's Suhut al-Isra. So hold on, that's bad, right? They're going to cause problems, they're going to cause harm, they're going to kill, they're going to whatever. And Allah says, that's my qada. that's my decree. So you got a shar'i decree and a qadari decree. The difference between them can be explained like this. From one angle it can be described that the Qadat Khoni or the Qadar see he uses Khoni. There we go. Al he was using Qadari all the time. Alright. So the decree Al al Koni or Al Qadal Qadari. Alright, it has to happen and it will always happen. It is is it is necessary. That's what we used to call it the necessary decree, the necessary decree. I'll come to your examples in a second because I want to just focus on this, and then we'll go through thingy so it's a necessary you know like we say it's a necessary evil, yeah, I think necessity's got to be involved in it somewhere, but I'm sure that you'll find it you'll find a good example, right? It has to happen and will happen, and it doesn't matter ال... uh, yeah so. The qada shar'i or qada uh, uh, sorry the, yeah qada shar'i is something that sometimes will happen sometimes won't because it's selective. So that will I'll explain this now from the second angle. From the second angle, um, the qada shar'i tw- tw- twisting it does not occur. That decree does not occur except in that which Allah loves. Allah wants it. Allah loves it. And He has shown us somewhere that He loves it. Either loves that you do that action or that you don't do that action. So when we say to not drink alcohol and you don't don't drink alcohol, right? That's the qada of Allah that you don't drink it. Allah loves that you don't drink it. And when Allah decrees that you pray, then that's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that people pray. Alright? And when you do it, then you fulfill that. So that's something which Allah gives the Qadashar is only in that which Allah loves. As for the qada Al kawni or Al Qadari, for fima wa fima that occurs in that the 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 qada al kawni or whatever applies to that which Allah likes and doesn't like. So Allah does not like kufar. Allah doesn't like shaitan, but he let him lose. Allah does not like Allah does not like people not praying. Allah does not so there are yeah, okay. Right. So, now, letting something happen. Right. let's read. Read your thinking. The decree of legislation. The decree of predestination. I mean, that's 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 a trans, that's a literal translation. That's not what's intended here. Legislative decree, imperial decree. I don't, I also think that's very translation, kind of based. Decree for the existence of something, legislation of something. You see, this is the problem. When you go through the example, it makes a lot of sense. When you use the terminology, Qadha shar'i, قَضَى كَوْنِ Or al Qadari, It doesn't make sense from those terminologies. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Why it's so difficult to come up with the so, like, if I say, for example, the, the 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 degree, the decree of necessity, you'd be like, what on earth does that mean? It has no connection to all the definitions here, but it is maybe closer to what we'd understand if you said that. I don't know, maybe the decree, and then the the decree shar'i, it would be like his desired decree, right? the necessary decree and the desired decree Do you guys feel what I'm trying to say? Honestly, I think that's the closest Bismillah. Predestination entails that it has to happen regardless of whether perceived good or bad Right? Maybe then But then it'll just be called Qadai, isn't it Rayhan? Because that's what Qada is Qadai is predestination, right? Uh, or Qadr really is actually. Yeah, maybe actually you got, you're right. Decree of predestination. I see your point because Qadr is not Qadr and Qadr is predestiny. Sarah said, decree of the laws of nature, decree of the laws of morality. I don't like the word morality because it takes it away from Allah, it makes it too generic. Um, desire doesn't make sense. Necessary for who? necessary for who is necessary for Allah necessary for Allah because if Allah didn't doesn't like it then it shouldn't happen but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing the people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has has obligated upon himself that this is what he will create because, uh, Solange, our problem is not the literal translation. We don't have a problem of trying to understand what the word kauni means. We're trying to uh, explain. Uh, uh, so the issue is not existence or the creation. The kaun is the creation. The kaun is also existence. It's all. Of, it, 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 we don't have a problem in trying to translate it. We're trying to find a phrase that represents this is where you're wrong, Solange. Okay. Of course it does this is uh, when you study Aqeedah, it's like Allah obligates upon himself okay Allah doesn't have to obligate anything Allah does is not restricted by anything we're talking paradoxical phrases okay when you study Aqeedah, these are the difficulties that you get over when you study it right Tawheed especially from the asma, the asma sifat okay that's why I said Yusuf at the beginning right okay i mean it is different to qada however uh, uh we're not getting into this is full aqidah from the beginning right um so anyway the decree of necessary existence makes more sense to me in terms of so and sorry let me just answer the question of sara and Sulaim who said how can you say that, that it's necessary it's necessary because allah intended it that's why it's not necessary because someone else obligated upon Allah. It's not someone said to Allah, this is necessary, right? No, this is because Allah has obligated upon himself justice. Allah is going to give reward to those people who stay away from those things. So those things have to exist. That, that parallel reality, evil, temptation, fitna, haram has to exist. If you want to be able to be rewarded from avoiding it or Avoiding haram or etc etc So it's necessary It's a necessity that Allah himself has created Allah is obligated upon himself If Allah says I'm going to give you Jannah if you worship him It's obligatory upon Allah to do that Allah doesn't break his promise I know that people find this terminology yani, weird But you're not talking about humans here We're talking about that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself Has um. Has obligated upon himself all right let's close this down folks but i do i do think that we need some phrases where's uh, where's where's my yani, big peoples man someone come good for me i don't think we've hit the jackpot i don't think we have hit the jackpot all right i don't think we hit the jackpot the decree the predestin the decree of predestination I actually think is not a bad is not a bad phrase. It's actually a good translation but do people understand what it means? As for the other one, the desired decree I think is a really good translation but yeah you know. Yeah it's synonymous to the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the laws of nature, for example. Right? That's only what he's done. Someone going to give me a thingy. What do you think, Arif? Give me a, give me your shout. What do you think? Where's Motmen? What does he think? Where's Widad? What does she think? Mesa, what are you saying? Anybody else who hasn't, Yanni, put some ideas forward and let's call it. What about some of the younger folks? Iman... What do you think? What did you understand? Alaikum Dina Prove to us that you saw the live lesson And give us the answer Give us the answer Anybody going to help me or what? So much time waiting man Um, But let's uh, Alright folks I think that we're going to now the divine decree is the whole is the whole game, talking about the two different types. All right. Okay, let's uh, have let's close with some questions. Any questions, folks? Any questions today? People are not really giving. People are not really kind of uh, giving us anything. So if there's no questions, then, um, you know, then. Yeah, yeah, all of these words are gonna have a problem. All of them. Legislative decree, I, you know, I hate that more than all of them. Because it's just a literal translation which doesn't make any sense in terms of what we're trying to say. If the Imam is obliged to use the plural form when doing the Qunud, does that apply to other du'as in a salah as well? Such as. Rabbi between sujood does that go for the congregation as well? No. That's a very good question, Ibrahim. Well done. Yeah, no. That's his own that's his own dua, that is. Okay. The other one is a public one. With regards to the attribution of evil, please comment on the difference in these two ayat. Anyway, you so Okay, alright. Yeah, so the two Ayat Solange okay, in the in the uh, in the first it's establishing the this is actually a really good example of the Qadha al Khoni. Al Al-qadā Khoni the qadah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that all good right all good and bad everything all is a, is a reality and a decree and a test from allah kullu min indillah all right in the second it's yani, it's um it's not referring to the qadah, it's referring to the consequence or the perception or the way that you acted upon it or what you turned it into so whatever happens which you consider to be a hasanah then is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whatever you have turned into a sayyi'ah okay sayyi'ah is not evil sayyi'ah is not evil decree okay means sayyi'atin from meaning that you turned it into that you sinned in your reaction to it you created that sin yourself the scenario was put in front of you and your reaction and perception was the wrong one it's like, I gave you the knife, you cut the apple, this is a blessing from Allah. I gave you the knife, you stabbed someone with it, that's your problem. Um, so the first one is establishing the game, the rules, all of it is from Allah. And then the second ayah is referring to the application of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Thaqib says, other than working through the mornings, are there other ways that we can achieve barakah in our lives, i.e. time, wealth, actions, etc.? I mean that would need some thinking. I'd need to think about that. I'm sure that that can be uh put together. But certainly um the elderly are blessed with barakah. The akabir, as as used to be stated with the Salaf. So people who spend time with the elderly, who are more aware of value, who are often Yani reminding people that listen, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, you know, etc. etc. Uh real talk kind of stuff. So yeah, I need to think about that. I don't. I don't want to just yeah, talk fluff. There are hadith and ayats about that. Mu'min said, legal decree and the decree of fate. Yeah, I didn't say legal decree by the way. I didn't like. I didn't like any legal decree for Sharia. I just. I just think it removes the, the the desire and the love of Allah from it. The decree of fate I can live with. Actually, I think it's actually quite good. What Rayhan said, the decree of fate or the decree of predestination. I actually think it's really good. Fajari Sara, yeah, good luck Sara No, Mu'min, we're not saying it's not legit. Of course it is, what else is shari'i Right? It is 100% legislation But the point is is that What has the word legislation got to do with Him legislating Which is the same as decreeing That which he loves You get what I'm trying to say? What's the link? Between that, whereas you see in the other def- the definition, the fate one, the predestination, there is a link, right? It indicates that it's everything that's going to happen regardless, right? That regardless part is the part which explains it's going to happen with you like it or not like it. So there is a link. Where what, what is your where is your legislation connected to the actual consequence of this type of qada? okay? What are we asking for in the, the, the what are we asking for in the du'a if evil is subjective based of, on perspective uh what does that mean and protect me from the evil of that which you have yeah meaning do not put us into no the uh the, the uh, so uh, okay I now I understand what you, we're trying to say the evil of that which you have uh put put out there remember that we said we don't uh it has it has a wide meaning a don't yani put me in a situation where I'm tested. Don't put me in that, you know, protect me from that. But it also means if I'm put in there, then make me strong, make me succeed, make me, yani, you know, don't fall on the on the at the on at the wayside. Don't make me, you know, that's yani. It's uh it's a very comprehensive kind of du'a. And also the perception as well. So, you know, we said consequence, i.e. an act which I do wrong, which then becomes shar. Or perception, which is from the you know I just don't want to I I don't want to lose my kid or I don't want to lose all my wealth or I don't want to be put into a war zone, etc. etc. Uh, can dua change the outcome of qada? Yes, it can. Okay, all right, it can, um, and that's obviously a, 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 a that's obviously deep. That is that's a whole whole different level. Yeah, and there's a fight between that, but you know what it is? It doesn't change per se the scholars said it changes, but actually that change was already part of what was gonna happen. Okay, it's gonna become all matrix. Um, update on the Zakat class. There is one more date which is for Canada, I believe that's gonna be added. That's the uh the one. So as far as I know, the first both classes are on the twenty seventh and twenty eighth weekend. So that's in two and a half weeks. The West Pacific yeah, in California, blah, blah blah those folks, which will work for the people in the Far East, by the way, those folks will have it in the uh, evening, well, or UK evening time. And then the UK and the island and uh, Europe, they'll have it in the morning, All right, on that weekend. So I'll be teaching it twice on the same day. And then the weekend after, or the weekend after, the weekend just before Ramadan, or the weekend 3rd, 4th, I'm not sure which one, there's going to be a time zone for Canada, a Canada morning, which would be a UK afternoon. Okay, so just wait a little bit more, it's coming. There you go, Sumaira has put a link. I can't click on it because I don't want to crash my computer. Okay. Um, As I said to you Yusuf, that the irada is very, very, um, is very, very uh, uh, similar. And as I said, the will that occurs, okay, fair enough, and the will in line with the Sharia of Allah and therefore necessarily loves Again, I think they both come up short Both come up short Because it's just too long I want something nice The full sentence that's that's there Is it possible or allowed even to do du'a kunud while sitting before Taslim? Yes, it's permissible It's a du'a like any other du'a Innate decree I don't like uh, uh, Can I give my zakat in parts throughout the year or do I have to give it in one go? You can give your zakat in parts, but only in advance, not afterwards, unless you can't afford it. Okay. So what I mean by that as and majority some many scholars didn't like this either, but Abdullah Ibn Abbas used to do that. So you calculate and estimate next year's zakat, and then you give it out now in parts. As for the zakat which is due today, that has to be paid today unless you don't have it. Not a chance that I'm reading that. Sarah. not a chance um, yes some said there's no difference between Qadr and Qadr there was some is a specific element to Shari'i that the subject of that decree is rewarded for their actions and absence of course of course okay alright I don't know what's going on here alright folks that's enough no more questions it's allowed for the Quran to be recited upon menses don't ask yeah Qadr but that's different um by the way protect this house closures tomorrow make sure you call you call your family and friends and force them to have it because that is madness if they don't shari decree that is enjoined decree that is necessary hmm, maybe maybe a little bit yeah rehan agrees with me decree of legislation definitely doesn't fit you know uh yeah my mum is planning to give her zakat money early this year. Would that mean she would then have to give zakat one year full circle or could it be beyond this 12 month period? I don't understand the question. But if you give early, then you give one year early and then you should then spread it out. That's the only way It's good. Okay, nobody asked question. I'm going to read this thing, which you know that is going to blow my brains, okay? So just be quiet now, everybody. I need everybody to be silent. Don't comment. Don't move the screen. Just don't do anything. Be an ally to me along with those whom you are an ally to. Leni encompasses both proximity, denoting friendship, love, knowledge, care. make me close to you. Put that I'd love you if you put that in brackets, and, yeah, it make me close to you. And then protectorship, custodianship, denoting victory, protection and guarding. Custodianship is of two types: general. General, general applies to all people regardless of creed, May the love of Allah stop commenting. okay. Just stop. And the second is specific only for the believers, those who love Allah, receive a special status of protection. Yeah. Bless for me that which you have bestowed. Baraka increase, multiply, excessively. Baraka means make a, makes a little become a lot, and a lack of it makes a lot become little. Very good. Guinea <laughs> Sharra you have decreed. Allah's practice is always good, but you can perceive about us as good or bad. The evil this dua is addressing is the innate evasion, uh, is the innate aversion we have to certain events, actions, even death, sicknesses, etc. and things we perceive as bad are ultimately good and their consequences when viewed from a god-centric Akhir perspective are purely good. In alik, we've not done that. For verily you decree and none can decree over you. There are two categories of Allah's decree قدر. By the way, this the discussion on the two categories of Allah's decree and qadr is actually covered under the previous uh, part of Ma qadayt that which you have decreed, and what does it mean to you have decreed? There's two types: the Shari'i decree based on what is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa taala in actions and occurrences, perfect, and the koni, predestination decree. What always happens, regardless of what we do or don't do, what we like, we don't like, whether Allah loves it or doesn't love it. Very good, Sarah. That was one of the easier ones. Barakallofiq. Okay, very, very good. Um, all right. No. De-, de-, de grip on himself Certain things that are goodly I don't know what you I, I don't know what you just said there Rehan Alright guys Barakallahu feek Jazakumullah khair Appreciate it We're trying to fix my computer Inshallah Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika Ashadu an la ilaha ilaha wa Allahumma wa atubu ilaik Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh